Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well. It is Holy Week, day three. Today we look at Jesus in the garden. I hope you are doing well, getting ready Monday, Thursday, tomorrow, Good Friday coming up uh, the day after, and then Easter on Sunday. I uh, hope you're enjoying your Holy Week and enjoying these studies, and thank you for making this a part of your day. So today we are going to be looking at Matthew 26, uh, verses 31 through uh, 42. Uh, So we'll just go ahead and jump right in with verses 31 through 35. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. I tell you the truth, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times, Jesus said. Peter said, even if I have to die with you, I'll never disown you. All the other disciples said the same. Verse 35. So uh, in this moment, Jesus knows he's going to be, he knows he's going to be betrayed. He knows Judas is already on his way to betray him. And he knows he's going to be arrested. And he says, and after I'm arrested, you're all going to fall away. And one by one, they say, no, we're not. Peter says, I'm not. Even if everyone else does, I won't. Right. And Jesus says, yeah, I know. I know you think that. I know you think that, but you will. All of you will. I know you think that, but all of you will. Peter felt brave in that moment, and he thought that there was no way he could fail, right? There's no way I can fail. Peter, I mean, courage and boldness was what Peter was known for. I mean, he was the one when Jesus was walking on water that went out and walked on water to him. Peter's the one who, in the garden, pulls the sword and slices the ear off one of the uh, people coming to arrest Peter. So he's obviously, or arrest Jesus, sorry. He's obviously got courage and bravery, but Jesus knew that that's only going to go so far. Jesus knew that, that Peter was overestimating himself, that he had too much self-confidence, that he was going to fall short even when Peter didn't. I think one of the things that we need to be aware of is the times in life when we think we are beyond the reach of sin, right? Be, there, there's no way I'm going to fail in this. There's no way that I am going to make that mistake, right? We see the mistakes that others make and we think, well, at least I'm not going to make that one. I'm safe, right? Uh, I, I don't have anything to worry about in terms of that. <laughs> Just when we hit that moment, we are ready, ready for a fall, when we are overconfident. Overconfidence is not something that uh, goes well with faith, right? Being overconfident that we are, overconfidence in ourselves is not something that goes along with faith, right? We, uh, our faith calls us to repentance, which means calls us to a thoughtful reflection on who we are, what we're capable of, what we're not capable of. And, and we know that we are not capable of perfection, which means we are going to fall short. We're going to fail we are going to let God down uh, in our actions and the, the uh, attitude of I can't fail, I'm too good, I'm perfect, I'm, it's not going to happen uh, is, is one that invites, right, invites failure, invites temptation. Um, this self-conscious, the, the self-righteousness, the self-confidence that uh, yeah, it just invites it. So continuing on, uh, verses 36 through 42. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, sit, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. 
Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. We'll get back to that. Could you not keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Okay, lots of stuff here. First off, Jesus clearly doesn't want to go to the cross. I don't think anybody throughout human history has ever wanted to be crucified, right? So there's we have this point in the garden where Jesus is praying, praying, Lord, let there be another way. Let there be, if, if this cup can be taken from me, please take it. Right. And and what's interesting is this word, this cup be taken from me. Yesterday's we talked uh, we talked about Passover and the different cups of the meal of Passover and explaining the different cups and how uh, there was one cup where uh, you know it's the 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 worst tasting wine and it's about the bitterness and uh, I, I don't know the exact but but Jesus is basically saying this cup is going to represent uh, me this this death this pouring out of my blood this giving of my body and. I would rather it be taken away from me. I'd rather there be some way else that this could be done. Now, um, and then what's interesting is he goes back to, and his disciples are asleep. And he said, can you not keep watch with me for one hour? I mean, this is a long prayer, an hour of prayer, right? I don't know how long you pray for, but but I, I don't think I've ever prayed for an hour. I'm, I'm sure I prayed for a half hour, but an hour, that's a long prayer. Uh, and so he must have said a lot more. He must have said a lot more, but but I think it's important that we understand that Jesus doesn't want to go to the cross, but Jesus does it out of obedience to the Father, right? Um, and and in, out of love for for humanity, uh, he does, but he doesn't want to do it. And um, and it's almost like we Jesus has been predicting this, and he's been talking about this. Uh, but once the night actually comes, he's like, you know, I, I realize that twenty, you know, twelve hours from now, I'm going to be hanging on a cross, and. I'm not excited about that. And if there's any other way, right? This is the last second. You know, if there's any other way, can we please figure out a different way? And there just isn't. Um, and so, but but what's interesting is that he takes his friends with him to the garden. And and he's, it, it's like Jesus had brought his friends there to support him. And, and while I go over here and pray, uh, uh, you know, keep watch. Keep watch because, um, uh, you know, they're coming. Right, that's what he says. He says they're coming. He said that earlier in our reading earlier. He says uh, this very night you will fall away, right? Because they're coming, and they're like, no, 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 we're not going to fall away. And so Jesus is like, okay, I'm going to go over there and pray. Keep watch, keep watch. Um, and what do they do? Let me ask you: if your friend came to you and told you, hey, I really need you to spend the evening with me because I'm afraid that someone is going to come and take me, so will you? keep watch while I go over here and pray, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to stay awake. There's a, if I think someone is coming to get my friend and, I'm gonna, and, and I promise my friend I will do everything to protect you, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to stay awake. It doesn't matter how tired I am. It's like, I'm going to be every noise, every, everything I hear, everything I see, you know, what is that? What is that? Is that them? You know, it's like, there's, there's no way I'm going to fall asleep. But they fell asleep. 
And it doesn't just happen once. It happens a couple times where Jesus goes and prays and they fall asleep. And it's like, what kind of friends are these? I don't I don't care how tired you are. They're coming to get me. I need you to keep watch. Okay. I, we, we got it. We got it. And then falling asleep. I, I mean, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, so, so Jesus goes and he prays a second time and he actually goes and prays a third time. And it's basically the same thing. If you could take this cup, please, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, may your will be done. If it's not possible, may your, uh, it a couple of interesting things here that Jesus goes and basically prays the same thing a couple times. Uh, you know, there's some people who say you only need to pray once, you know, you pray once God hears you. You don't need to pray about it again. Well, Jesus here prays the same thing a couple times. And so I think it's, it's, it's important, an important witness for us in prayer to understand that if we're praying for someone and if we're praying for something, that we can pray over and over and over again. And it doesn't say anything about our faith. That doesn't say that, well, you know, we have a lack of faith because we continue to pray for the same thing. Right. If God didn't hear you the first time, then, you know, you really don't have if you don't believe God heard you the first time, then your faith isn't strong. Baloney. That's baloney. Uh, so um, so Jesus goes back and he prays. Now, um, Judas and uh, those who arrest him are on the way. They're on the way to get him. And, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. Jesus knows they're on the way. It's really dark out and there's no lights. There's no flashlights. There's no floodlights. Uh, and so there's just fires and torches. And so Jesus could easily see torches coming. And he obviously would have had an opportunity to run into the darkness, right? To just blend in with the crowd, to run into the darkness, and they would have had to chase him. Or who knows if they would have even chased him? Who knows what would have happened? But Jesus doesn't run. Jesus stands there and lets them come to him. He stands there and says, uh, this is where I'm going to be. This is when I'm going to be there. And if you want to come get me, come get me. That's fine. Uh, you know, it's it's really an interesting, uh, interesting way that Jesus uh, d- allows himself to be arrested. Uh, and um, his friends who keep watch, you know, when they come, uh, some split. And, you know, Peter's there. We know what Peter does. Uh, but it's almost as if Jesus understands this is what has to happen. This is what has to happen. Now, the question is, why does this have to happen? Why does this have to happen? If God is God, so this is getting into atonement conversation. If God is God and God can do anything God wants to do, and if heaven is the place where God lives and the place where uh, you know we spend eternity, God can invite anybody God wants. God can say, "You're guess what? You're you're welcome. You're welcome to be here. You can go to heaven." I think it just goes back to kind of what we talked about the other day, where it's you know, we needed to see Jesus die on the cross. We needed to see that in the same way uh, that you know, we needed to know how far God would go. We know we needed to know that if God truly loved us, what would God do for us? Uh, that it's, it's not just, you know, we talked about this in terms of salvation. It's not just that we're saved to go to heaven, but it's we're saved so that we can live in God's kingdom here, uh, so that we can be a part of God's kingdom here, so that we can live out as the people God calls us and creates us to be. Uh, and Jesus goes to the cross so that we can know before we die who God is and what God is like. And so uh, as Jesus says, take this cup from me. If there's another way, uh, let's do it that way. And he comes to the realization that this is the way it has to be. And so uh, he allows them to come and take him and arrest him. And, uh, and so they do that and then they go to trial. And so that's where we will pick up uh, next time. We will t- start talking about the trial. That'll be uh, Holy Day week, uh, Holy Week 
day four. Uh, it'll be Monday, Thursday, and then uh, Good Friday. And so uh, Easter's coming, though. So uh, we'll close with a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for allowing yourself uh, to be arrested and crucified for us. We thank you for uh, the price that you paid uh, to to let us know that we are saved. Uh, and we thank you that you have uh, risen from the grave and that you're with us every day to give us strength, courage, and grace. Uh, be with us now as we uh, serve you in, in, in our different, uh, different ways, as the different gifts you've given us, and in the different lives that we live uh, we, we thank you for your love and mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. Take good care of yourselves.